Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. Today is December 15th and we will be reading paragraphs 2731 through 2738 today. And it is the third Sunday of Advent. Happy Advent, everybody. Uh, We are uh, still in this section on humble vigilance of heart and we'll start uh, a new section about filial trust today, and we're talking about prayer. And we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Another difficulty, especially for those who sincerely want to pray, is dryness. Dryness belongs to contemplative prayer, when the heart is separated from God, with no taste for thoughts, memories, and feelings, even spiritual ones. This is the moment of sheer faith clinging faithfully to Jesus in his agony and in his tomb. Unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. If dryness is due to the lack of roots because the word has fallen on rocky soil, the battle requires conversion. Facing temptations in prayer. The most common yet most hidden temptation is our lack of faith. It expresses itself less by declared incredulity than by our actual preferences. When we begin to pray, a thousand labors or cares thought to be urgent vie for priority. Once again, it is the moment of truth for the heart. What is its real love? Sometimes we turn to the Lord as a last resort, but do we really believe He is? Sometimes we enlist the Lord as an ally, but our heart remains presumptuous. In each case, our lack of faith reveals that we do not yet share in the disposition of a humble heart. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Another temptation to which presumption opens the gate is acedia. The spiritual writers understand by this a form of depression due to lax ascetical practice, decreasing vigilance, carelessness of heart. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. The greater the height, the harder the fall. Painful as discouragement is, it is the reverse of presumption. The humble are not surprised by their distress. It leads them to trust more, to hold fast in constancy. Roman numeral three, filial trust. Filial trust is tested. It proves itself in tribulation. The principal difficulty concerns the prayer of petition for oneself or for others in intercession. Some even stop praying because they think their petition is not heard. Here, two questions should be asked. Why do we think our petition has not been heard? How is our prayer heard? How is it efficacious? Why do we complain of not being heard? In the first place, we ought to be astonished by this fact. When we praise God or give Him thanks for His benefits in general, we are not particularly concerned whether or not our prayer is acceptable to Him. On the other hand, we demand to see the results of our petitions. What is the image of God that motivates our prayer, an instrument to be used, or the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ? Are we convinced that we do not know how to pray as we ought? Are we asking God for what is good for us? Our Father knows what we need before we ask Him, but He awaits our petition because the dignity of His children 
lies in their freedom. We must pray then, with his spirit of freedom, to be able truly to know what he wants. You ask and do not receive, because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. If we ask with a divided heart, we are adulterers. God cannot answer us, for he desires our well-being, our life. Or do you suppose that it is in vain that the scripture says, He yearns jealously over the spirit which he has made to dwell in us. That our God is jealous for us is the sign of how true his love is. If we enter into the desire of his spirit, we shall be heard. Do not be troubled if you do not immediately receive from God what you ask him, for he desires to do something even greater for you while you cling to him in prayer. God wills that our desire should be exercised in prayer, that we may be able to receive what he is prepared to give. How is our prayer efficacious? The revelation of prayer in the economy of salvation teaches us that faith rests on God's action in history. Our filial trust is enkindled by his supreme act, the passion and resurrection of his Son. Christian prayer is cooperation with his providence, his plan of love for men. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.